Chapter Eleven of the Blue Envelope. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording today by Don Larson in Minnesota. The Blue Envelope by Roy J. Snell. Chapter Eleven Without Compass or Guide. It was with a staggering sense of hopelessness that the two girls on the bosom of the arctic floe saw the snow-fog settling down it's likely to last for days and by that time marian's lips refused to frame the words that expressed their condition when the snow-fog lifted by that time echoed lucille but no we must do something surely there is some way without compass or guide Marion smiled at the impossibility of there being a solution. Unconsciously, she had repeated the first line of an old song, Lucille said over the verse, Without compass or guide, on the crest of the tide, O light of the stars, pray pilot me home. Involuntarily, her glance stole skyward. Instantly, an exclamation escaped her lips, O Marion! we can see them we can we can what can we see the stars it was true the snow fog though spread over the vast surface of the ice was shallow the stars gleamed through it as if there were no fog at all wildly their hearts beat now with hope if we can locate the big dipper said lucile whose astronomical research had been of a practical sort we can follow the line made by the two stars at the lower edge of the dipper and find the north star all we have to do then is to let the north star guide us home this was quickly done and in a short while they had mapped out a course for themselves which would certainly come nearer bringing them to the desired haven than would the northward drift of the ice floe but why exclaimed lucile marian stood for a moment undecided should they leave this spot without him she believed he would make a faithful attempt to rejoin them what if they were gone when he came suddenly she laughed rover she exclaimed he can follow our trail if phi comes he will have only to follow us he can travel faster than we shall he may catch up with us so with many a backward glance at the gleaming north star the two girls set their course south by east a course which in time should bring them in the vicinity of the diomede islands in their minds however were many questions would further tide cracks impede their progress would the snow fog continue if it did would they ever be able to locate the two tiny islands which were after all merely rocky pillars jutting from a sea of ice phi did not sit long on the ice pile under the snow fog he was born for action something must be done quickly he was on the run as he rushed back over the way in which he had come something caught his eye an immense ice pan had been upended by the press of the drift it had toppled half over and lodged across the edge of a smaller cake now like an ancient drawbridge it hung suspended over the black moat of the salt-water channel the boy's quick eye had detected a very slight movement downward as he remembered it now 
the cake had made a far more obtuse angle with the surface of the pool a half hour before than it did now was there hope in this hastily he arranged three bits of ice on one pile then two on the other by dropping on his stomach and squinting across these he could just see the tip of the up-ended cake if it were in motion the tip would soon disappear eagerly he strained his eyes for a few seconds then in disgust he closed his eyes the cake did not seem to move for some time he lay there in deep thought he was searching in his mind for a way out after a while he opened his eyes more from curiosity than hope he squinted once more along the line then with a wild shout he sprang into the air the natural drawbridge was falling its point had dropped out of line the shout died on his lips his eyes had warned him that the channel of water was widening if it widened too rapidly if the drawbridge fell too slowly or ceased to fall at all hope would die moment by moment he measured the two distances with his eye rover sitting by his side now and again peering up into his eyes as if to say what's it all about now the drawbridge took a sudden drop of a foot hope rose then again it appeared wedged solidly in place it did not move the channel widened a foot two feet three feet hope seemed vain but now came a sudden tide tremor across the floe with a crunching sound the massive cake toppled and fell the boy was on his feet in an instant the chasm was bridged but the cake had broken in two could he make it calling to his dog he leaped upon the slippery surface an ever-widening river of water flowed where the cake had split with one wild bound he cleared it the dog followed in another moment they were safe on the other side that's well over with the boy sighed patting the old dog on the head now the question is how can we find our friends that indeed was a problem they had covered considerable ground the ice had been shifting to pick up their back trail seemed impossible an hour's search convinced him that it could not be done he sat down in a brown study he could not go away and leave these girls to drift north and perish yet further search seemed futile just as he was about to despair rover began to bark in the distance following the sound he came to where the dog was apparently barking at nothing but as the boy approached the dog shot away over the ice a trail he muttered following on the ice was hard and smooth a soft skin muckluck would leave no mark even the hard toes of a white bear would not scratch it when the boy had followed for half an hour he thought of these things and paused to consider what if he were following the meandering trail of a lumbering white bear and if it happened to be a trail of a human being was it his own trail that of the girls or of the bearded miner and his guide his compass would tell something studying his compass then he walked forward slowly fifteen minutes of this told him that this was no white bear's trail it went too straight ahead for that neither could it be his own trail for he would have come to a sudden turn before this 
one thing more was certain the person or persons who made this trail were headed due south by east they would if they did not change their course in time reach the vicinity of the diomede islands were they his friends or the unfaithful guide in his party this he could not tell after a few moments reflection he decided there remained but one thing for him to do to follow the trail all right old dog he said let's see where this ends and who's at the end might be an eskimo hunter who has wandered far on the ice floe for all i know but he'll end up sometime moment by moment the scent of the trail they followed grew fresher he could tell this by the old dog's growing eagerness at every ice pile they rounded he expected to catch sight of human figures would it be two men or two girls he could not tell not a chance footprint in soft snow had caught his eye when he had fairly given up hope of overtaking them as he speeded around a giant ice pile he came at once in sight of those he followed so overjoyed was he at the sight of human beings that before determining their identity he shouted cheerily hey there the figure nearest him wheeled in his track then with a fierce growl of a beast he sprang at the boy's throat so taken by surprise was phi that he made no defense he caught a pair of fiery eyes set in a mass of shaggy hair the next instant he felt himself crashing to the hard surface of the ice the advantage was all with the man larger stronger older with the handicap of the aggressor he bade fair to finish his work quickly the native guide had passed beyond the next ice pile rover had followed but the boy's college days had not been for naught he knew a trick or two as if stunned by the fall he relaxed and lay motionless seeing this the man took time to plant his knees on the boy's chest before moving his horny hands toward his throat the next instant as if thrown by a springboard the man flew into the air phi sprang to his feet his one thought of escape turning he dashed around an ice pile then another and another but fate was not with him just at the moment when he felt that he could elude his pursuer his foot struck a crevice in the ice and he went sprawling again the wild terror was upon him but this time there came tearing over the ice a new wild terror and this one his friend old rover silent and determined sprang clean at the man's throat the assailant went down striking out with hands and feet and roaring for mercy phi dragged the dog off get he said the man looked surly but one look at the determined boy and the eager jaws of the dog sent him slouching away you're some dog the boy laughed at the old leader well now i'll say you are End of chapter 11